Welcome back to Elevate Radio. I'm your host, Summer the Season, and as you can see, I've changed up my settings a little bit. I do plan on finishing this wall with some paintings, but I haven't finished those, so it's probably going to be a while because procrastination is a bitch. But um, today we're going to be talking about scamming. A lot of scamming going on, so we're going to be talking about that. Let's get into it. Elevate Radio. Yeah. Oh, what a real nigga, please stand up. And all the fakes sit down. Hold your head, hold your crown. Hmm. It was a real nigga, please stand up. And all the fakes sit down. Let me fix my crown. Mm. Big whack, cause I eat a lot. Bitches always begging cause they need a lot. Card came with instructions, I don't read a lot. Alright, so it's award season and just as usual, everyone's having the same repeated conversations about someone's being snubbed and that the whole thing is rigged. I do agree that it is definitely rigged against some people. And, you know, some artists in certain cases are definitely being snubbed. But I don't know too much about the stuff that was going on with the most recent award ceremonies. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, the big conversation was about Barbie not winning certain awards. And I I, I could see where people's frustration were, were coming from, but, like, I didn't even see the movie. So I just never really had, like, too much to say about any of that. I didn't see Oppenheimer either. I'm just not really in the loop when it comes to new movies and, and music. I am paying attention to TV, though. But, like, the TV shows that I like, I think they won. Like, Succession won a couple of awards, which I was like, okay, that's cool. But I don't really have too much of a strong opinion about that stuff because I'm just not really paying attention to a lot of the new stuff coming out anyway. And, you know, the same conversation about it being rigged and snubbed happened just recently, a couple of days ago with the recent Grammy awards. Um, people feel like, you know, uh, killer Mike should not have won the awards that he won. And then also there was a little controversy around Taylor Swift winning, I think album of the year, which I also really don't have too much to say. Cause I didn't listen to any of those albums that were even in the categories, to be honest. I mean, out of all of the, the songs nominated this year for pretty much anything i would say the ones that i heard the most were probably the scissor ones so for scissor to not win i don't know if she won i don't think she won but if she didn't win then i feel like that's kind of i don't know i don't have an opinion i didn't listen to none of it so that's one thing i will say having a strong opinion about these award ceremonies when you haven't really watched any of them or like listened to any of the music is just kind of i don't know counterproductive I guess because it's just like why are you such why are you why do you have such a strong opinion for something that you didn't hear so like with the killer Mike thing like why are people so upset that he won the album of the year but also saying that they didn't hear the album like if that person heard all of those albums and they have an opinion about who won who should have won I would respect that person's opinion way more than anyone going around saying I didn't hear that so it shouldn't have won because it's just like how can you how can you say that if you didn't hear it so I, you know that's one thing that I will say about these award ceremonies is that I just don't have a strong opinion about any of it because it's just like I didn't hear it so I can't really say what should have won or what shouldn't have won right but I will say the part that I get kind of like interested in the conversation but also kind of confused by it is the fact that People, you know, the conversation is that, you know, people are being snubbed. 
And I don't understand from an artist's viewpoint of why you would continue to submit your work into something when you know that you're getting snubbed continuously. Um, so, like, in the case with Jay-Z getting on the stage and saying what he had to say, I, I mean, I think the weird thing about the praise that he's getting is the fact that, one, Jay-Z is super rich. If Jay-Z doesn't want to submit his work or his if his wife doesn't sub- want to submit her work, they don't have to. Like, you, you guys are already at the top. But you also have the power to make either other award ceremonies that exist already prestigious or create your own. So, like, one that exists already is the BET Awards. Jay-Z and Beyonce wouldn't dare be caught seen at the BET Awards this year. I just don't think that they want to show up to something like that. They haven't been in the last couple of years. It's probably been, what, 10 years since Beyonce has been at the BET Awards? Maybe a little less than that. I don't know. But the thing is, is just, like, Beyonce is constantly going to win at the BET Awards. Jay-Z is constantly going to win at the BET Awards. So why not show up to the BET Awards when you know, hey, that's where you're going to win, but instead you constantly, you're constantly saying that, hey, the Grammys are rigged, but then you keep submitting your work there. To me, it's just like you're seeking, to me, it's seeking white validation. That's what it's giving. It's giving, it's giving I want white validation because for the other award ceremonies to exist, especially ones that exist in black culture, because it's just not the BET Awards. They got the Hip Hop Awards. They got the Soul Train Awards. There's other award ceremonies that we could give more prestigious uh, and more shine to, but we just choose not to. And so for us to have these award ceremonies that exist that we don't give a lot of value to, but then we continue to submit art to... uh, award ceremony that won't even acknowledge that you know yet you had the best album it's confusing to me um I don't make music and I don't make movies or anything so when it comes to winning awards in those high caliber categories like the Grammys or the Oscars I could only imagine how it feels to feel like you know every year or every however many years or whenever you decide to put out a project that you feel like I had the best project this year and all of my peers agree with me. But then when it's time for the award ceremony to come around, you don't get the acknowledgement. I wouldn't continue to keep putting my work in, you know, uh, take the weekend. For example, I think the weekend stopped submitting his work into the, the Grammys, which to me was the really smart thing to do, especially if you feel like, you guys are not giving me this award when you know I deserve it. I'm not so if you're not going to give me what I'm deserved, I'm not going to show up and I'm not going to submit my stuff either because you're not going to play in my face. That's really respectable. I think the weekend is cool as shit for doing that because it's just like he knows his value. He knows, hey, I don't I don't need to win a Grammy to know that I I had the best album this year because my fans are going to tell me that. You know what I mean? I, so I think that's really cool. Now, in that case, I don't think that he's any better than, like, Jay-Z for, like, seeking white validation or anything because I don't really know the validity of that. But the whole Jay-Z getting praised for stuff because of what he said, to me, that's another weird thing because this is the same guy who decided that he was going to work with the NFL to try to help Colin Kaepernick out. 
And then once he signed a deal, he decided to say that we're past kneeling. Like, why are we, this is not the guy, like, I mean, he's right about what he said, but like, let's praise the message and not the messenger, all right? Because just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we was all saying that, hey, we probably need to look into Jay-Z's behavior, just like we've been looking into Diddy and everybody else. So it's just like, now we're switching up because he said something that we all agree with. Yeah, but it's just like, he keeps admitting his shit. So it's just like, it's, it's just like this, this analogy of going to a corner store and then talking to the register guy and being like, man, you know, the, this lottery stuff is so rigged. I don't even understand why people play it. And then in the same breath, you go, all right, so this week my numbers are 7, 24. Like, bro, why are you playing if you just said that it was rigged? So for Beyonce, for Drake, for any artist to continue to submit their projects to an award ceremony that they know that isn't going to pick them and you constantly losing and you know that you got the best album, that's, that's different. Like, if you know you got the best album, then it's like, yeah, I'm going to be upset. But, like, why continue to submit it? I just don't understand it. Go where you're loved. There are different award ceremonies that can give these artists the acknowledgement that they want. They just don't think that they're on that same level. I mean, the BET Awards, maybe 20 years ago, had J James Brown, Michael Jackson, Prince, Destiny's Child. Like, all of these really big popular artists were there at one point. And now, because those same caliber of people are not showing up, they feel like, well, it don't mean anything when they could easily show up because the, the award ceremonies that you guys are going to that you want to be winning, you're not winning. All right. Beyonce could go sweep at the BET Awards, but she wouldn't care because she's like, it's the BET Awards. You know what I mean? So it's just like, let's go where we're going to be appreciated. You know, go where you're going to be acknowledged for the the work that you know deserves to be acknowledged. If Now, if you submitting trash, well, I don't know why you're being surprised that you lost. That's just kind of weird. Like, I don't know why I'm not even going to get into that because I didn't listen to none of that shit. I'm not even going to say an opinion about something that I did not listen to. But, you know, yeah, it's just weird. So let's you know, either start our own award ceremonies. I don't know how hard that would be, Jay-Z. It doesn't, I don't think it would take a lot. I mean, you guys, you and Beyonce are, are millionaires, billionaires, right? You know, how hard is it to, you know, say, well, let's create the Carter Awards or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know what you would call it, but let's say I'm going to create the Carter Awards and we're going to sign a, a deal with CBS or something. You don't even have to sign a deal with CBS. You can just start on YouTube. People are going to tune in because you're Jay-Z. The award, the, the actual award itself, I someone I heard somewhere that this shit costs fifteen dollars. So you're telling me that Jay Z can't go and and make uh, an award ceremony, put the money into because that's the thing. I'm not even gonna get into what Beyonce and Jay Z could be doing with their money because that's a whole nother episode. But just think about what y'all could do with y'all money to give the acknowledgement that you say that you think that people deserve. Let's stop begging for validation from people who will never give it to you and let's start giving validation to to people who deserve it you know what i mean let's let's do that instead but yeah we're gonna take another break 
and we're gonna get back into some more scams. <laughs> we'll be right back. Trapping out my grannies, I had broccoli, I had candy, yeah. Hundred racks in my fanny, painting a third around under my jacket, yeah. Look at my gang that added up, the off like man, he ain't letting up. Bad little bitch with a natural, but said you wanna fuck me in the back of my truck. But I told her I don't pay the fuck, yeah. I don't even love you more than my cut, on. Uh, take my chain, nigga, try your luck, on. Uh, damage on me, saying make you fuck, on. Uh, back at AP hockey play. So I've totally been out of the loop with a lot of stuff because not only have I not listened to a lot of new music or movies. This year where I was able to follow along with the whole controversy that has been taking place. But I kind of also been under the loop with wrestling a little bit. And I used to really love wrestling, especially for it to be WrestleMania season right now. I just don't know where the spark is, you know. And I used to really love wrestling. Wrestling used to be like the most important thing in my life. I used to eat, sleep, breathe wrestling i mean i actually hold on hold let me show you how much of a wrestling fan i was oh shit all right i just ran from my car so not only did i own like every single smackdown versus raw i watched every single show monday night raw smackdown nxt superstars i was watching that lame shit i even got a fucking I got a fucking encyclopedia of wrestlers and I'm actually pissed off because it's not even updated. You know, uh, I think that thing is like 10 years old, but yeah, wrestling used to be my life, dude. And, um, for wrestling to be my life and for me to just like not really being into it like I used to, it's just kind of sad, you know, and I wish I want to be into it a little more, but Every time WrestleMania comes around, maybe the last couple of years, I just haven't been really interested in the matches that have been going on. And I know recently there's another scam that has been taking place, which is people saying that, you know, Cody Rhodes has been robbed of his WrestleMania, WrestleMania moment. He's been robbed. Uh, Cody Rhodes has been robbed of his WrestleMania main event with uh, Roman Reigns, with The Rock returning. Um, and as a former diehard fan and a now casual fan, I will say that, yeah, that's pretty boring. Um, uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus The Rock because, I mean, I get the storyline. The storyline behind it is pretty cool. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be mad at seeing that match in general, but for me to only come around once a year, that's not the match that I want to see at WrestleMania. But like once I like like I said, I haven't been watching, so I can't even really say too much about if it's the best thing for if it's a, if, it's a, if it's a good booking deal. I don't know. Um, the thing with that is is that I understand as a casual when WrestleMania comes around, their biggest thing is to try to get people like me to come back. They know that the diehards are going to watch WrestleMania, but they want the casuals to be able to peek their head in. But I'm just not interested in what I'm seeing behind the curtain. You know, I don't I don't want to see The Rock. All right. The crazy thing is, is everybody hates The Rock now. I hate The Rock, too. Now, everybody may hate The Rock for other reasons. 
I hate him because of the whole shit that he was doing with Hawaii. I just thought that was weird. Everybody else hates him because he's a part-timer. Um, yeah, I will say I hated him when he did that, that whole John Cena shit two years ago. No, not two years ago. That was about a 10 years ago. I don't know why I said two years ago. But yeah, about 10 years ago, they did the whole once-in-a-lifetime thing with The Rock versus John Cena. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I don't really know. I mean, I was kind of interested in that match. And I, don't, I can't even remember who won the first match. But then y'all gave us another match. I'm like, yeah, I just said it was once in a lifetime. But then I don't even remember who won that one. So I don't even remember that match. Which is crazy is just that I feel like they were trying to do like a whole. I feel like they were trying to do like a, a Shawn Michaels Undertaker back to back WrestleMania kind of thing. You know, and it's like, I don't know why y'all tried to fuck with that. Because nothing was touching what Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had did. So I don't know why I don't I don't know if that was the mindset, but I can just only imagine that's what they were thinking. Like, hey, let's put on back to back bangers like they did. Like, no, I the rock to me is just like, bro, I don't I don't y'all got me out here agreeing with CM Punk. I never liked CM Punk. I was always a CM Punk hater. I don't understand. I don't know why, but I just I was never a fan of CM Punk. I always felt like his attitude was just really bad. But like. Now. As an adult, I'm like, no, he was right about every single, well, not everything, but he was right about a lot. CM Punk was right about a lot. That's what maturing is. Growing up, being an adult is realizing that CM Punk was right a lot. He was, he was right about a lot of stuff. That is definitely what maturing is. Maturing is realizing CM Punk was right. And for me to have to say that is just, I don't, that's crazy. I just never thought I would say that. So, yeah, like, that's the match that's going to be happening this year. Um, so I I saw that there's a possibility that they're going to make it a triple threat with The Rock and Roman and Cody, which I can see because I, I can't see them letting Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble twice just for him to not be in the main event. Like, either... Something behind scene got really fucked up, which a lot did with the whole Vince McMahon stuff. And even, you know, Brock Lesnar was kind of mixed in that stuff, too. So I, I get how I get how some of the business stuff can affect the booking. But like it shouldn't like it shouldn't like break common sense, though. You know what I mean? Like there's no way that they would just like. Fuck up the whole thing, like. Why, why would they let this man win the Royal Rumble just to not have him in the main event? That was the whole, that's the whole point of it. So it's like, yeah, either something behind the scenes is going on or they are definitely doing like a work. And it's possibly that, you know, Triple H is cooking with something. I don't know. But for a lot of the fans to get so upset to the point where they're like having we want Cody trending and, you know, disliking the YouTube videos and stuff. Either yeah, WWE, they they gotta know that they gotta switch some shit up. There's no, there's no way that they're just gonna like let that happen. And if they do let that happen, I'm gonna be really surprised. And not only will I be surprised, I feel like that would meet to me. That would be like, all right, I'm kind of done. Not like, not done with like wrestling. I'm just done with just paying attention to the WWE because there's a whole bunch of other wrestling. Uh, companies going on right now that I could definitely get into. It's just that WWE is the one that I grew up on. You know, I didn't, I wasn't 
I didn't get a chance to like watch other stuff. A, a lot of the other wrestling programs were not as accessible as they are now back then when I was watching wrestling. Like, you know, I had to catch pay-per-views. I didn't even get a chance to watch pay-per-views. As matter of fact, I didn't even get to watch pay-per-views. I had to like get the recap on Monday to know what happened. And this was before, like, Twitter was, like, a thing. Like, I couldn't even get on Twitter to know who won. Like, I just had to wait till Monday. Like, that's a crazy time to be living in. And, you know, I understand that now because social media, it has changed a lot when it comes to the the dynamic that people have with wrestling. Because I can, I can say it's changed for me, too, especially when you, you know, when the separation of art and artist conversation could definitely be had when it comes to wrestlers because there's no more separation now. Usually we see that the people who are inside of the ring, they either they're the same person outside of the ring or they show us that they're not the same person, which is also weird. Cause it's like, I understand that you, you know, you want to stay in character and stuff, but like we would never have seen the undertaker, like behind the scenes, you know, on the road, like, we would never have seen that as he's currently being the undertaker, you know? And so I understand that things change with the times, but I feel like there's a way to, like, keep keep it spicy, you know? And so, honestly, I hope they get it together because I do want to watch WrestleMania this year. So, yeah, um, get that together. Get that together, Triple H, or whoever the fuck is in charge now. I don't know. Get it together. We'll be right back. So the last and probably most uninteresting scam that I saw this week was the whole Aiden Ross getting scammed by not only 21 Savage, but he got scammed by uh, Playboy Cardi apparently too, which is one, that's a sentence that I never thought that I would say out loud. I never thought you would hear me say Aiden Ross got scammed by 21 Savage and Playboy Cardi. That If you told me that I would be saying that like six months ago, I would have been like, yeah, you're lying, but here I am, you know, but yeah, all of that has happened. And to me, the most interesting aspect about the scam is just like how many people are just like feeling bad for Aiden Ross. I, I just cannot bring myself to care about someone with that much money losing it. You know what I mean? Like, that man is gambling with somebody's like, like that's a house. That's a house payment right there. And you're just like fucking playing around with that shit, you know? <laughs> and he can play around with that shit. And people are like, man, I feel really bad for Aiden. But like, if we see somebody gamble, they last $10. We like, nah, that person's an addict. You're an addict. And it's like, no, maybe they both are addicts, right? Either they're both their addicts, or maybe Aiden Ross is a worse ad- addict. I'm just saying because I understand gambling your last $10. You know what I mean? Like, I don't gamble. I hate gambling. Matter of fact, I try to stay away from gambling as much as I can. 
But if I was to gamble, I would understand someone gambling their last $10 just to see what could happen compared to I'm finna gamble half a million. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've, it's just, that's a crazy thing to be doing. And so for people to be like, oh, I feel bad. No, the fuck, I don't. I don't feel bad for him. Matter of fact, I hope more people scam his ass. To to be someone who is paying for friends, basically, is just it's just kind of weird. I, and the whole streaming thing that I really don't understand. I don't even understand the whole streaming economy in, in general. Like, I understand watching someone stream or I understand someone streaming eight hours a day and they're doing different things. But I don't know who's sitting there, one who's sitting there for that long with you. And then who's giving you money after after you already established yourself as like a big time streamer? Now, I understand that whole thing because I, you know, I pop into streamers that I, I enjoy, but these streamers are like established. Like I listen to not listen. Like I watch uh, Hassan. What's his name? All right. Yeah, I watch Hassan Piker or Hasanabi or whatever his name is on Twitch, right? I watch him a couple of times. I peek in, but I would never in my mind think that I'm going to donate money to that man because he's already like, what is why? Why are you giving someone who's already like that's always been weird to me? I would just never do something like that. But just like I, I get like people paying for subs or like. Yeah, paying for, like, subscriptions and shit just so you don't see the ads. That makes sense. But, like, I'm not finna go out of my way to donate $20 to somebody who's already, like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of weird. It's just really weird. And so it don't even matter who the streamer is. To me, it's, like, as long as this person is just, like, this big-time streamer, I just never understood people still going out of their way to give them money. So for him to have all this money that I don't know who's watching given to him and he just decided I'm finna gamble it I don't care I really don't care and then the fact that like people are like saying like oh man playboy cardi that's not cool that he did that to Aiden I could have sworn playboy cardi was like abusive and I thought he was a deadbeat father but y'all draw the line at scamming Aiden Ross that's just that lets me know what kind of time we on right now and that's just that's not something that I think that we should be on we are lost (laughs) we are lost as a species right now I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen in the future but if this is the way that we're going then we are doomed and you know I can only hope for a zombie apocalypse at this point. That's the only thing that I could really hope for. Because that's something that I could probably get behind. But, yeah, I just can't see why people are... I don't see how this is... That I mean, it is definitely news, because here I am talking about it, right? But, like, I just don't understand, like... Why do we care about these people who don't do anything for us? Oh, my God. You know... I don't, I don't get it. I mean, for, I don't, I don't get it, dude. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And it's like, I don't want to be a pocket watcher, right? I don't, 
I don't want to just go around and just be like, hey, this person is rich. They need to do this, this, and this with their money, right? That's not what I intend to do. I don't mean to tell people what they should and shouldn't do with their money because that's, that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that we continue to give a shit ton of money to people who get that money and decide to do bullshit. You know what I mean? And it's like, that we could be using that money for a whole bunch of other shit and we just not doing that. And, you know, I understand that, like, I understand that, you know, if, if people with a lot of money are even just doing a little bit that they're still doing something, I get that y'all. But like the distribution of wealth is so fucked up in this country. So for, people to be fans of people just because they give people stuff. It's just always been weird. Like, look at the whole Mr. Beast thing. Like people, people will critique Mr. Beast and go, well, I don't know why you guys think Jimmy is a bad guy. He's just being, he's just doing good. Like no one's saying that he's not doing good. We just saying that it's just fucked up that we live in a world where we have to like look up to someone like him to be the savior when it's like it don't have to be that way. But y'all take shit so fucking personal. And it's crazy because like those same people who will like defend rich people are the same ones who will say that people in general are so sensitive. And it's like my brother, my sister, people are dying. All right. People are starving. People need health care. People are not having, people are not learning. There's kids out here who can't learn. And we are just like, yeah, Aiden Ross. What? Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like, it's beyond frustrating sometimes because, I understand that we want to have fun. I understand that it's entertainment and sometimes you just want to get your mind off of stuff. But like me personally, I don't know about anybody else, but on a personal level, I, it's hard for me to have fun. If my neighbor is like screaming in terror, you know, because they are like in need of something. And like, we just, I'm supposed to just ignore that. Like, I'm supposed to just be in my house, just chilling, vibing while all that, when my neighbor is, is next door. Help, help. That's, that's, that's what I feel like living in America is like. That's what I feel like being a human is like right now in this world is like you being in your house and you hearing your neighbor scream for help. And the only thing you do is just turn the TV up or turn the music up. You just don't pay attention to it. And, like, people will do that and think that they're, like, still a decent human being. No, you're not. No, you're not. Like, if, if you're, imagine you are in a house. Imagine you're in your house. And imagine that your neighbor next door, house is on fire. And you can hear them yelling and screaming for help. And because you know that there isn't, uh, there isn't a firefighter or a fire department or a water hose or any kind of way for you to help. You just, well, no, that's a dumbass analogy. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, there's no way. Why would you sit in your house knowing that your neighbor is over there burning the fuck up? 
and you don't do nothing about it. You just turn the music up and ignore it. And you're supposed to still like walk around thinking that you're a good person. You're not. You're not a good person. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Now, I'm not going to just go around and just say, like, I am the most perfect person. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and act like I am. But at the same time, I'm not glorifying people who ain't done shit for me. Who ain't done nothing for me. I'm not going to glorify them. I'm not going to, oh, my God, Mr. Beast. Oh, my God. Aiden, like, bro, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? But whatever. That's the world we live in. We're going to take one more break. Then we're going to wrap up the show. Elevate Radio. think about it the more i think that they should probably keep scamming that nigga you know what i mean like keep keep scamming aiden ross keep scamming streamers scam scam anybody richer than you i don't care at this point scam them and if you scam them and if you distribute distribute that shit between your homies that's cool do that but yeah that was today's episode scamming whatever i I don't know. I, I I planned on doing the whole um, separation of art and artists, but there was just a lot of uh, news that I was able to just tie together with scamming in general. So I was just like, oh, let me just do that. So that's exactly what I did. Um, but yeah, I, I still plan on doing the separation of art and artist thing. I just need to really work on that, to be honest. Also, um, yeah, I just finished a couple of TV shows, actually. Um, I finished, I finished Berserk. And the only thing I knew when I went into watching Berserk was that Griffith, this is specifically what I heard from someone. Griffith is a bitch ass nigga. That's all I heard. And I was like, all right, let me watch this. And so I just finished it the other day and I was just like, on the, like the last episode was just like whoa you know and so like <laughs> the 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 thing that I just don't understand I'm so confused on how people will watch these TV shows and still like side with the the villain like I don't understand how people have like Griffith profile pictures and it's like he's He's not a good person. I don't think Griffith is a good person. Why is that your profile picture? That's alarming. That is very alarming. Or like the same thing. I just finished The Boys. And before I watched The Boys, uh, the the thing that I went into before watching The Boys was that, oh, people misunderstand Homelander. Like people, like weirdos like to praise Homelander. It was basically what I got before I started watching the show. And not even... Five minutes into the show, I understood that Homelander was not someone to be rooting for. And it's just confusing of like how people are constantly rooting for 
the absolute worst characters. <laughs> the absolute worst characters. Honestly, as a if I was a, an artist or if I like made a TV show or if I made like a, a, a movie or something and I specifically made like a, a bad character and then people watch my TV show or movie and they start like siding with the bad character when I wrote that bad character to be bad on purpose, like you're not supposed to be siding with him. I would stop making art because I'm like, what, what could you possibly, <laughs> how could you possibly come to the conclusion that you were supposed to be rooting for him? Why are you rooting for Homelander? And why are you rooting for Griffith? I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. But yeah, that's that's what I've been watching recently. I can, I, I want to watch Gen V. I think I heard Gen V is a really good show. Um, I do need some. I need some other stuff to watch. It's really hard for me to start watching TV shows now because it's like if I'm not interested within the first five minutes, I will turn it off. And it's not because I think whatever I'm watching is like bad. It's just that I think I've messed up my attention span to the point where it's just like, I would rather just scroll on TikTok than to watch a movie sometimes. And I will do that and then realize like, oh, I just been scrolling for two hours. I could have just watched the movie that I said that I was going to watch. And don't feel any better. You know what I mean? And so I want to be able to get to a point where I like can get my screen time down because it is really, really bad. But I don't know. I, I the the dumb the dumbest thing that I did to think that I was gonna like fix that was get another <laughs> get another phone. So I have two phones. I have a phone that actually works, and then I have a phone that is just like Wi-Fi only. And I thought like, oh, if I just put all my social media on the Wi-Fi only phone, then I'm going to be okay for some reason. I don't know. That was dumb as shit because it's like you got Wi-Fi in the house and I don't go anywhere else. So <laughs> that was dumb. And I think I made my screen time worse because the, the Wi-Fi only phone is a lot better in quality. So, yeah, um, that is really bad. And I definitely need to to fix that. Um what else is going on? The Super Bowl is this weekend. Um, I don't care. The whole Taylor Swift stuff at the Super Bowl, I don't know. It's just, I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, like, I understand everybody's rooting for the 49ers and stuff this year because they want they want Taylor Swift to lose like that's specifically Taylor Swift. They don't even care about Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey losing. They like Taylor Swift. We want Taylor Swift to lose, which is crazy. And uh, I used to be a 49ers fan, to be honest. So like I, I'm rooting for the 49ers to win, but it's like it's not because I want Taylor Swift to lose or anything because she's not losing nothing. I mean, honestly, she it's a win win situation for her. So I don't know why people are like we want Taylor Swift to lose. It's like she's going to win regardless. But. Um, yeah, when it comes to the Super Bowl, to be honest, I mean, I don't even care about the, the commercials this year because the commercials the last couple of years have been kind of lackluster. So I'm just like not even excited for that. I think the only thing that I like actually like about Super Bowl is just like the event itself, like because I don't I don't like out like I don't like going out. I don't like like what is it outings? I don't like group outings and shit. So like. For 
the Super Bowl to be a time that I can like go in the group setting. I'm just like, all right, that's cool. So it don't even matter to me about the game. I hope it's entertaining. I hope the game is entertaining. Um, uh, yeah, I, I want the game to be entertaining. I hope the commercials are at least like decent. I mean, the best commercial low key was that Tubi commercial last year, but apparently like people were like, like causing trouble with that, with that commercial. Apparently that's sad, but like, you know, that's that um, halftime show. I kind of that might be the only thing I'm excited about with the Super Bowl. Might just be the halftime show. To be honest, um, I think that's for a lot of people. Is either those are the three things. If you don't care about the game, you either care about the commercials, and if you don't care about the commercials, you at least care about the halftime. I'm getting to the point where I don't care about none of those. Like I'm so disconnected from stuff. And it's just like, I want to be connected to it, but it's just like, there's so, it's so hard to like balance. I think that's something that I definitely want to learn and, you know, be able to grow on with this, this year is just like knowing how to balance stuff. Like, I feel like I can't enjoy stuff like the Super Bowl or I can't enjoy stuff like watching the Grammys because I'm just like, yo, the, the world is burning. Why do we care about this? You know, but like some, I understand that having a distraction is good. But, like, how much distracting can you do before it's no longer a distraction and it's just, like, you're just, you're just, like, changing reality? Because it's, like, it's not a distraction anymore. You're just, like, not giving a fuck. And so, yeah, I just, it's just kind of hard to, like, pay attention to that kind of stuff when, you know... You walk, I walk outside and I, you know, I just see people in need. And so it's just kind of hard. And I really wish that I could work on that, especially as um, someone who is very politically driven. Uh, that's hard. So I, I, I wonder how people, I do wonder how people are able to handle that, especially people who, who, who are in that field of work where they feel like, hey, like people are definitely in need and we shouldn't like, we should be paying attention to this, but like you have to, you understand that, you know, you're human and that you want to be able to like have fun at the same time. It's so hard. It's very hard, but yeah, that's that. Um, I don't know what else is actually going on. I think that's everything that I have for this episode. Let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, I guess the last thing would be about, um, the use of profanity when it comes to expressing myself, I, listen, I understand that there is a whole stereotype about, you know, black women yelling. It could be perceived a certain way. I understand that maybe using profanity could be perceived a certain way, but I'm at the point where it's just like, if I'm saying something that's really serious. Like if I'm saying like, Hey, we need to call for a fucking ceasefire. And you hear that. And the first thing you go is just like, Oh, the language you using. Then like, I'm not talking to you because the, if you, you're already, you're focused on the language when it's like, it's a bigger issue. So I'm not even talking to you. You know, it's like, I, I understand that wanting to reach a certain audience when it comes to the way that you, you talk, but like, I'm tired of sugarcoating that the world is a fucked up place. And you, I've, 
I have experienced a lot of times in my life where I can just say something one way and it not be reciprocated the, the right way. So sometimes you got to emphasize a little more with a couple of other words. You know what I mean? Like if, if someone says like, hey, leave me alone. Most people are not going to leave them alone. But if you say, leave me the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got to emphasize that. So if I have to say, hey, the world is fucking burning and we need to do something about it. And the first thing you say is, well, that kind of language, then I'm, I'm not talking to you because you're already lost. You're not, you can't see past the language that I'm using. And you think that there's a, a certain way to go about things, which, I mean, I agree that there's a certain way to go about things. But if you think things are have to, have to be done neatly, you think things need to be done professionally and stuff like that, then we're not getting in anywhere. Trust. We're not going to go anywhere with that one. So yeah, uh, that's all, all I have to say with that one. That's all I have for this episode today. Thank you guys for listening. This was Elevate Radio. I'm your host, Summer of the Season. And you know, I hope you guys have a good day. See you next time.